You're listening to the Mind Made Wrong podcast presented by Steel Maggie, episode number 48. I want to know maybe some of the conclusions that you came to because, you know, you're, I I like that you combined both approaches. You you were talking about being an empath and I always felt that from you. And I want to know how, how first, how that plays in, but how others, how you think you can apply these lessons for these lessons for others your your personal conclusions and if artists are struggling how might they be able to find balance i've i'm very scrappy in my lifestyle so i'm always looking for ways in and deals and all that kind of stuff so i have built uh like betterhelp.com is where i go for therapy especially because i'm moving around a lot i need something that is people can skype and there are very few therapists on like medicare and stuff like that that are willing to do that it's kind of unheard of so betterhelp.com i can send a link to you actually to sign up for like a week free and uh yeah it's dope so if you want to share with your Mm -hmm. listeners they can get Mm -hmm. a week free and check it out absolutely thank you uh, yeah and you can if you're a student or if you're uh, struggling financially they have discounts available so i think i end up paying maybe like 45 dollars a session which is unheard of and it's, it's pretty very good. it's mm-hmm. like super quality therapy so that is without insurance to be clear that's yes. like really good so i find ways is what i'm trying to say to like kind of assemble my army of self-care yeah you have oh yeah so <laughs> many tools we were talking about mm-hmm. all the tools you really approach life in a holistic way so if you could just share your resources and share mm-hmm. you know um how you kind of have that mindset of you know what let's work this out let's make a deal yeah i don't know i wonder if it's like a nature nurture thing partly because I didn't grow up with a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So maybe part of it was just from day one, I was scrappy. Like my mom took us back to school shopping at Goodwill and stuff like that. Like that Mm -hmm. was our environment. And to me, I never saw it as like less than or like, anything i was just like this is awesome and i still love vintage clothes i still go to goodwill (laughs) i I find i find the best stuff there like so just to say like i think part of it is i was born into it and then necessity i decided very early on that i wanted to be an artist and that i was an artist and that i didn't like compromising on my ideals (laughs) which means that like you have to foot the bill, you know what I mean? If you're going to be like, I'm not playing by anyone else's rules, but my own, it's like, all right, you're going to fund those, (laughs) which is fair, but a reality. Mm -hmm. That's actually something I'm working on with Katie right now. I've been living like hand to mouth my whole life and I'm tired of that. Like, I don't want to do that anymore, but I'm good at it. I know how to do it. I know how to travel extremely cheaply. I know how to live kind of on bare minimum so that I can do all the work that I want to do, even if no one's paying me to do that work, like passion projects and things. But it does get exhausting. So I am trying to develop the other side of my life where I'm like, okay, so how do I actually like build a business around what I'm doing anyway? 
what I'm just going to do anyway. Why not? Right. Yeah. 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 I just, <laughs> it's a skill I haven't yet developed. It's a lot of like mindset stuff is what I'm trying to go through, but really just like money mindset yeah. instead of thinking like, how cheaply can I possibly do this? Think like, how big can I possibly think? And how, how much can I ask for? Like just, it's a shift of, I don't know, worthiness, deservingness. I'm not sure exactly, but that's my current. Ooh, ooh that's, is that, is that, would you say that's your significant struggle right now? I think it's like an epigenetic struggle yeah. for I'm realizing there's so much, and I've noticed it in my language where like I hear things come out of my mouth now that I'm working very specifically on, on mindset and worthiness and deserving and stuff where I'm like, I end up being silent a lot of the time when I've like the last week or so I've really been working hard on these things and I'm like, okay, well, I'm just, I'm not going to try and be positive, but I'm going to try and be neutral. I'm going to try and not say anything negative about myself or my state or my environment or other people. I'm just going to start there just by not saying negative things. And then I just find myself not having anything to say for long periods of time. <laughs> and it's like, damn, that really took up a lot more of my psyche than I realized. And it's in all these like tricky ways, you know, like negative self-talk and like bitching about stuff or complaining about things. You don't realize uh, how much that really is just a comment on like, I feel shame. I feel like I'm not worthy. I feel, you know what I mean? When you really dig into it, you're like, what you're actually saying by complaining here is, you know, like something deeper about how you feel about yourself. So that's my current journey is to kind of catch myself in those moments throughout the day, which are a lot. <laughs> I'm um, going to do that. I'm going to do that. That's a good practice. What about some, um, some other practical uh, tips? What do you do on the daily that you find grounds you when mm -hmm. you are creating this art, but you're also traveling and you know, you're experiencing all these new things and going through all these, this mindset work, which can be jarring in itself because, mm -hmm. you know, you want to feel comfortable, you know, and, and safe. We don't, I never, I never want to really equate those words comfortable and safe because they're completely different right they're completely yeah. different like comfortable can mean most likely that you're not stretching yourself but safe you know really means i have you said it so well in our preliminary call i had it was it was something like i how do we make sure that our needs are met so that we can live our purpose, our basic needs, that's safety, you know, so that you can like you can, function. Yeah. You can function so yeah. that you can create after all that. My question was, what are some of these grounding techniques and resources that you might have that you do every day? Yeah. I journal every morning. I, it changes depending on where I am. So like mm -hmm. the residency I was just at had a very intense schedule. So I, had to abide by their schedule and then kind of fit my self-care around it. And uh, the tour I was on, things shifted every day. So it wasn't like every morning at 7 a.m. I do this thing. It doesn't, that doesn't quite fit my lifestyle to be able to be consistent. But I do find a time to journal either in the morning or the evening a little bit, usually both actually, as a way to kind of start my day with some kind of gratitude and then end my day with some kind of a reflection. That just helps center me. Uh, I bring sage with me everywhere I go. This is more like my woo-woo stuff, which is probably going to scare all of the other people away. But we love it. We no, love it. We love the woo-woo. <laughs> yeah, we love it here. Um, I sage a lot of spaces, especially if I'm 
showing up there and I'm going to sleep there and I have many people have been through before or something. I just try and like clear the space. Um, I have my crystals on me everywhere. <laughs> um, I cover my head. This is like kind of a Kundalini thing for me. In addition to kind of staying centered, it's just a reminder that like I'm here and you're there and I don't have to soak up all of your stuff. Like this could be a boundary. I have a hard time. I've had to learn. I'm still learning better boundaries because it's very easy for me to not just lose myself in people but kind of like not understand where one ends and the other begins type thing which can be very beneficial and being very creative or being very empathic or something but it can be super draining and exhausting and confusing and you know it's definitely like light side dark side to that exercising every day if possible most days that's possible for me but not every day I have a pretty significant yoga practice, but since I've been on the road, it's been difficult to continue it for me. So I'm trying to figure out how to adapt it into travel lifestyle. When I go city to city, I'll find a yoga studio immediately and do kind of like their month trial things. A lot of them have like $30 for a month of unlimited yoga to start at our studio or something. So I'll take advantage of that in all the, the cities I go to. Because you're never going there again. <laughs> yeah. Scrappy. Um, Scrappy. I love it. I don't eat out at all, really. I just go to grocery stores and buy things that I know are healthy and will keep and always have on hand with me. Uh, staying super hydrated is super important. Uh, really figuring out what diet works better for you is super important because our physiology is such a huge component of our mental health like the chemicals in your body and how you've leveled out your hormones and all these things are just radically important. And you can have many entrances to that. What you eat is a huge one. If you sleep enough is a huge one. If you have your stress relieving activities, whether it's like talking with a friend once a day or journaling or, you know, all these, whatever, you know, kind of regulates your stress hormones. But yeah. I think about that a lot. Just like body chemistry. How can I make sure I have all of these components in my diet and my exercise and my social sphere to make sure there's some kind of a balance happening? Because mm -hmm. as a very intense and driven person that if I don't pay attention, it goes out the window. <laughs> Um, Absolutely. Yeah. You have to compensate a little bit for it, you know, by do, oh, by yeah. thinking about it, you know, ahead of time. Absolutely. Yeah, literally yeah. schedule it. Yeah. In schedule in the, the planning <laughs> yeah. and schedule going to the grocery store. And yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you had, I want to make sure I get this in because you suggested a question to me. You were mentioning that just like these practical and specific tips, what about artistry? What about when you are performing and you know you don't have these these grounding techniques because you're in the moment you know you don't have these these you know mm. you don't have the sage you can't just whip yeah, out yeah. you know you know a piece of kale you know yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> you, know um, you can't just journal on stage yeah. I mean you could it's some interesting performance art um, but you told you asked me to ask this question, and it is: explain a moment in time when mm -hmm. you were in a creative endeavor, about to record, about to perform, whatever it is, a vulnerable moment, and explain when something came over you related to a mental episode, and how did you go about getting through 
that particular moment. Yeah. It's funny. I think I asked that question because I wanted to know. I was like, literally ask everyone else so I can hear their answer because I want to know for myself. Um, oh my God. Think, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's bad. I found CBT practices to be very helpful. Like I had a little note card in which I wrote, uh, if I feel like I'm getting into a spiral, I have a list of things. It's like, go take a shower, go take a walk. They're literally directives for myself when I know I'm going to be in that state to switch the environment, switch the physiology. And they're very basic things. As far as being on stage and doing that, obviously you can't do that in that instance. I'm trying to think of, yeah, I haven't figured that out yet, but I would really like to because I've had a lot of experiences on stage where I just feel like I'm drown I like start to spiral spiral yeah. and the show goes on like I don't think anyone necessarily notices but I notice and I'm not comfortable and I'm not happy about it and that is important to me it's not just about not making a mistake or something yeah like I want to feel connected and like I really was in the moment and gave my all and those things can like they like rob you of your life I think that's what's so scary about mental episodes or mental illness and things is that you feel like you're being robbed of your life and it sucks. And you're like, why? I don't know. I want to be here now. I want to have this experience fully. I don't want to be dealing with this shit. <laughs> I don't know that you can exit that way. I, that, that feels more like resistant behavior and tension to be like, no, I don't want to, you know. So I'm still working with that. Like maybe that's a question of self-acceptance and compassion for self to like acknowledge this is what's happening. It's not the end of the world, but it super sucks but there's also something in here that could be valuable. How do I switch this? How do I think about this situation differently and prove to myself that it's useful? I was listening to a podcast the other day and the guy said, tell me how the, how the worst thing that ever happened to you is actually the best thing that's ever happened to you. And I was thinking about that for myself and I was like, wow, what a powerful question to go through your life and look at all the things that you think were the worst and then prove to yourself how they were the best. So, but all of these things take time and contemplation. They're not like things that you could do in the moment during performance. So that's more of my quest. Like hope Litwin wants to know. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah. I, I must've misunderstood that because no, I, 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 I think it's a good question for you. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, sometimes guests will you know, on this podcast will be like, you know what? I don't know. And that's a great, mm -hmm. you know, it's an open-ended one yeah. <laughs> for yeah. me. Yeah. I think it is important to think about because your, your music style was healing because your music is the way that you heal. And because you describe it, you use the word connect so much um, I don't know that music is the way that I heal I think maybe it's part of it part of a larger picture mm -hmm. but I wouldn't mm -hmm. say that it does that completely on its own mm -hmm. I think it's one of the tools of many one tools. of the tools yeah one of the tools okay I do have down here music is how I heal how I create healing space and how I can let go <laughs> so yes so I contradict we have, myself we have a double hope <laughs> We have, a, that's we have a Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> well, there's a really great Walt Whitman quote that I love. He says, do I contradict myself? Very well, I contradict myself. I am large and full of multitudes. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. That is you. I love it. I love it. Would you still agree that it is how you create your healing space? You know, it's one of the ways. One of the ways. Yeah, for yes. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. It's multifaceted. 
Multi. So I think it's multifaceted. So I think it's dangerous to say that is the way and the only way in which, you know what I mean? That's like one of the ways of a multitude of ways. And that goes back to our, you know, conversation earlier about labeling being fit into the box and this one answer and being the science is now instead of how can I see a more expanded picture? you know, which you totally do with, you know, all of your research. And I just, I love it. I love it that you're so research-based mm-hmm. and you were, you were reading at a young age. And I was that yeah. girl in in Borders, but I wasn't reading self-help. I was reading all the, <laughs> the young adult romances and the gossip girl books. Nice. Because <laughs> nice. I wasn't allowed to read them. So it was uh, like my little window into a world that I wasn't allowed to cute. see. <laughs> So let's get into talking about the greater artistic community at large. I've been thinking about vision and legacy lately, and I'm wondering when it comes to your mission, you know, your vision, what do you see that is the biggest problem? And what is your vision for bringing light to that situation and possibly giving a solution? Man, the first thing that came to my mind is like (laughs) self-honesty. It's easy to get carried away as a creator and forget what am I doing? Who am I doing it for? Mm -hmm. Why am I doing it? (laughs) Those are hard questions to ask yourself. And I don't mean to like, you can't move ahead until you've answered them because there is an aspect of like, you do have to keep the creative practices going or like the technical practices going. You don't stop to stop everything in your life to ask these. But I think there's an element of like self-honesty and facing yourself, asking yourself what? Why am I making this? Why am I asking people to listen to this right now? How does it benefit? How does it serve? I don't know that many people are asking those questions. And they're super challenging, to be fair. I don't think it's like a conspiracy or anything. (laughs) It's just they're worth asking because just cluttering up space with content is not interesting to me. Like Content for content's sake. Yeah, just to fill up the space because we're too uncomfortable to have silence or something, you know. Oh my goodness. I mean, my first thought goes to like, you know, you got to push out, you know, you got to make content, content, you know, it's like, you always have to have like this constant stream and and the focus is on like, create value, give value, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's kind of like this, like double side of the coin where it's like, you have to be constantly pushing out content, but the content also has to have a lot of value all the time or else you're not going to, you know, grow or it's, it's a mind fuck to me because the focus needs to be on how do I feel about this? What do I, what do I really want to create? And it's a quality over quantity thing. I don't want to just create and create and create. If I'm not going to make a post, like I don't see the point in like posting something that I've created every single day, even Mm -hmm. if it's as an experiment, because it feels so hollow to me and it feels dishonest. You were, you were talking about that's, that's a big problem is that I'm not in that point. I'm not asking myself the question, what do I want? What do I think? Right. I want to be clear that it's not like a black or white thing. It's not like if you Mm. post a lot, then you're not being honest. I don't think that's true. There are people who like have a ton of content, but they're so clear on their message and they're so clear on their integrity that it just feels, you feel it. You're like, I totally understand why this person is sharing at the level at which they're sharing so consistently. It's very clear to me. So it's not like if you're posting all the time, then you're out of your integrity or something, or you're clearly not thinking about it. There are examples for all of them, but I'd say to get to that place of understanding why you do what you do and where your integrity is with what you're going to share, 
is hard work and it's uh, valuable work. And I think we have a responsibility as creators to do that work. But I don't think that that is held up in high regard enough or stressed enough. Mm -hmm. You definitely, you are sharing, you know, a lot and it's very inspiring because it's very, you know, it's very you, very like a window into, into your world. For those of us who might be feeling a little bit lost, it's like, okay, well, I'm supposed to show up, but then like, I don't, you know, I don't know what to do and I don't know how to be my authentic self. Your way, it's revealing in a good way because it's authentic and you're just showing up telling everyone what you're doing, having a little dance party, you, you finished your, you know, your, your residency. And that was so, that was so relatable, you know? And I was like, oh my God, okay. Like, you know, that's, that's something that I can, it doesn't have to be perfectly polished, but in order to get to that even space that you're at, there has to be a level of self-acceptance. And Which I, I don't think that that's an efficient process. Huh? Like, I think people look for, you know, like, there are many processes which there can be efficiency, like production. How do I become more efficient producer or whatever? There's definitely a lot of research into that, into like how to scale down the time that it takes to get from this place to this place, how to like streamline stuff. And But when it comes to things like self-acceptance or self-awareness, there is no streamlining. It's like a very inefficient process. And it just is like you can't do the four hour work week of (laughs) self-awareness, the four hour work week to self-enlightenment. Like it doesn't, that's not how it works. (laughs) Great book though. (laughs) Yeah, right. if, If someone could write it, everyone would buy it for sure. It's not an efficient process. It's not an overnight thing. But I think the fact that you're talking about that and you're bringing it up is is enough for you know people to start like think about it. You know, consider it in your life. Just ask yourself the question. You know, once I'm I'm gonna start asking myself that question. Like, you know, what am I doing to support myself and am I operating based on other people's opinions of what I should be doing? Or am I operating based on what is moving me? You know, and when you come, and that's from like that an spot, everyday question. Yeah, yeah. Then okay. I'm asking yeah. that. Yeah, 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 exactly. And forever, I feel like that's you have to ask yourself that question every day, forever. I have one more question for you. That is a big question, and it is a beautiful question. How have you created beautiful things in 2020 so far? And what are your plans to continue to create beautiful things in 2020? And it doesn't have to be music. I know that you are recording and you know, you're doing your projects and things, but it can be something completely different. It can be something that you're doing for yourself. I think the most beautiful things that have happened in 2020 are like some of the amazing conversations I've had with artists about what art is and where it's going and what we're doing. If that work is important and how to make it more valuable and like conversations like this have just been amazing because it changes your philosophy, refines your understanding of what you do and what your function is in society and how that's useful. To me, those have been the most beautiful things. I have written quite a bit of music and I've performed a lot, but those kind of paled in comparison to some of the amazing insights I've had from great conversations with other creators. Beautiful. Absolutely. I want you to tell us where we can find you again. My website, hopelitwin.com, two T's, or uh, YouTube at Hope Litwin, 
Instagram at Hope Litwin. And anywhere there's streaming, my music is streaming. It is streaming. You have... Um, and Patreon. And, I have yeah. a Patreon now. I just started it. Oh, tell us. Tell us about tell us about the levels. What are you offering? I should know that off the top of my head. I think I have like <laughs> a $5, a $25, and a $50. i am releasing a lot of content on there, a lot of like behind the scenes and making of type stuff. Just becoming more conversational in my presentation of how I do what I do, watching the process of a piece get made. And I'm starting to request questions from people of like, what are you curious about and what kind of video can I make to help you? And some people have asked for like, show me around your studio. What does your production studio look like and explain it? Or like, I'm curious about writing for choir. Like, how do you think about that? What are things to consider? So I like those kind of things, kind of like informational videos. That is so cool. That is so cool. I'm actually like really excited because I might just go on your Patreon and like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness. We can find that on your website. Yeah. It's also Patreon at Hope Litwin. Hope Litwin. You've got got it all. You've got, you're so lucky. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to thank you so, so much for joining me. Really talking about our work as artists as important as valuable as as us is worthy and making and just starting and being in that journey to worthy you know that respect for ourselves and for art what we create it's so overlooked and we like to seek out other opinions which are valuable but the one, yeah but the person we need to be asking is ourselves no one is perfect right but like you're like my example right now of guiding light someone who knows what they're doing and like and will admit you know hey i don't have all the answers but i am going to ask myself and i am going to trust myself and i'm going to go in this direction you know and i'm still working on the mindset stuff we always have to but I know what I'm worth and I'm, I'm moving in that direction. So I just want to really thank you for making that so clear and drilling that home because it's something that I need, I needed to hear. And it's something that I think everyone needed to hear. So. Thank you. That's very sweet. <laughs> All right. Thank you so yeah. much. This was Hope Litwin, everyone, I want to thank you for listening and being here. If you really enjoyed this podcast, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you are subscribed or followed wherever you stream. And if you are in a place where you can leave a review and you have the ability to do so, please do so because that's giving me and everyone else who has yet to find this podcast a wonderful gift. All right. My beautiful creators, I will see you next week. But until then, let's go create beautiful things. Bye-bye.